240 EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. We are live here in the TG Toys studio. Toys with a Z. Um, 30 seconds early, too, by the way. How about ooh, that bonus bon- edition of LeVac and Gaz? Bonus show. Yeah, how's that taste? How you like? I don't know. I don't know if it was on my diet. Um, <laughs> Jeff LeVac, Tom Goslowski. Uh, we are here. We are ready to hang out with you. We have uh, we have a guest coming up on today's show. Uh, whenever we get over here, we're going to have the head coach of the Albany Firebirds, Mr. Damon Ware. He's going to join us, uh, mainly because I, I stole a bunch of his gear. I told him he wanted it back. He'd come on the show. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of gear, I've always, I've always known baseball players were a little crazy. But now, thanks to Fanatics, I can clearly see they're nuts. Um, this is the, this has got to be the worst thing that's, that baseball's done simply because how easy it would have been to fix. You know what I mean? Like, like obviously there's been worse things in the world of baseball. There's racism and, and, and steroids and, you know, banging trash cans and all the, all the, the, the terrible things that, but how, how hard was it? And. Don't answer that question. Um, how, how difficult was it to go and say, hey, Fanatics, look, as soon as we agreed to work with you to have our uniforms built, everyone got really nervous that we were going to um, we we're going to get like subpar material. So what I'm going to need from you is I'm going to need you to send me everyone's uniforms up front. I'm going to need to see them. I'm going to need to. Uh, we're going to play a game. Well, we're going to we're going to. We're going to finally use the Field of Dreams for a good reason. We're going to put the guys out there and let them play in the uniform. And I'm just going to watch it one time through. Instead of us all being able to see the religious background of every single player so far who has been out there in, in pants. Because these are the thinnest pants I've ever seen. Like, you can see the shirt tucked in. You can see labels. You can see the, the wedding tackle. Do the uniforms stink? Yes. They're really bad. But there's a lot, a lot to this story, more than just bad uniforms. There's a little partial, I think, Nike, Reebok, Under Armour, anybody else, any type of apparel company. I'm sure there's a little jealousy that Fanatics, that is not known for gear, is the one getting the gear deal here from Major League Baseball. The fact that they've been able to brand themselves to apparel is probably making apparel companies that we know a little jealous. My reaction to this might be totally different than yours, LeVac, and maybe you listening right now, because I do hate these uniforms, but I feel bad for baseball today. I feel so bad for baseball fans today. Because think about baseball like over the last five to seven years, all right? Like, baseball is too slow. Pitch clock, fixed it. Baseball doesn't have enough action. Get rid of the shift, done. Baseball doesn't have enough home runs. Aaron Judge breaks the American League record. I don't have anything to complain about yet. (laughs) Baseball's jerseys are stupid. Like, it feels like baseball just gets trashed for everything. We ran out of stuff, so now go after the uniforms. But we've seen, like, I I can see a scenario where you order your baseballs just like you do every year, and no one realized they were juiced. I can see a scenario where 
you order your baseballs just like you do every year and you go, what would it like if we tighten the, the twine a little bit, what would happen? Probably more home runs. Hey, go ahead and tighten the twine a little bit. I can see all that. I can't see a scenario where somebody was in a room and they went, hey, you know these pants are see-through, right? And they went, that's okay. That's all right. This one could have got fixed. This one needs to get fixed. And and again, like, I, I love that you want to, you know, support baseball. I, I, that's great. I don't love that I can see what's supporting baseball players. <laughs> and, like, and the jerseys do look stupid. Like, the names, like, as a Yankee fan, I'm fine because the names, there are no names. But the names on the back are too small. And it's it's really, it's really like they didn't try this time. Or, or worse, they tried. They tried to go the full Monty on us. On the baseball diamond, like, like was this is? There's two ways that this goes that that this happens, right? Way number one, which is what I believe happened, is called incompetence. They suck. They're stupid. They didn't check. They got a new manufacturer and they started trotting dudes out for picture day, and <clears throat> what's up? What's up? What's up over there? It's a family show. Put those away. And that's what I believe happened. The only other option is we don't have enough female viewers. What if we, what if we just went all in? And then like, like what if we go attitude era WWE and we just go all in and everybody can see the you know judge's gavel. Like what if we just, what if we just do, that's the only way it's not incompetence and aptitude is if they literally, somebody was like, you're going to be able to see everything. And they're like, I know. <laughs> Let's go. Do you remember the comedian Dane Cook? Of course I do. So Dane Cook was super popular for a while. But at some point, whether it be other comedians getting jealous or the rise of other social media platforms where some comedians accused him of stealing jokes, it became more cool, is the term I'll use? It became cooler to rip apart and criticize and make fun of Dane Cook than actually enjoy his comedy. Drake is sort of like that now, but Drake's the highest selling rapper of all time. But you know what I'm talking about? Like, or Kanye, like they had a great run, but now when they do something, it's like, uh, I don't know if it's cool as it used to be. That's the problem with baseball. Because if this was the NBA or if this was the NFL, this is the NBA. Oh my God. If this was anybody <laughs> else, it feels like to me, if this was any other sports league, people would be like innovative different no something no okay so let me too far let me rephrase this then then what do you think you personally and you listening right now you can let us know 518-690-0980 what is cool about major league baseball because that's the problem because some leagues because they do something it's perceived to be cool but for whatever major league baseball does they can't get over this hump of wow that's pretty cool wow i really like that wow i find runs home runs home 90 Nine mile per hour fastballs, not the other balls. Um, but like I, I get all right. Hold on though. Again, I, I understand that you know part of our job is to not agree on things. Does showing off their goods make them cool? Like what? Like I'm not sure where you're coming from right now, because you're, yeah, you're you're defending baseball in every single angle except for the fact that they ordered see-through pants like like nothing it's not hey you know we gotta we gotta get the kids back in here let's show them how they were made like what like how 
how are any of the things that you're saying right now justifying baseball putting out paper thin pants? I feel like this is way less about the pants. That's what it it's is. Exa- it's hundred percent. You're right. It's not about the pants. It's about what I can see because of the pants. Listen, I, I, I listen. A lot of guys they walk up swinging two bats. I don't need all three. You know. I. They're not changing the uniform. They're, they're not. No, they're going to have to. I don't think they will. They can't leave these pants the way they are. I think they're going to. They 100% have to. How do contracts work 100% with that stuff? 100% have to. We just no, hate no, it. What they'll do is, no, no. Yeah, they'll, what they're going to – the Fanatics is going to have to go make new pants for every team and send them out. And and look, I, I don't know how many uniforms they go through a year, but I'm, I'm positive it's, it's a lot because, you know, it's, these are the pants that so-and-so broke this record in. These are the opening day pants. These are the Field of Dreams pants. These are the pants. These are the see-through pants that started the season. Because listen, if you were if you were a player, and I gave you that uniform, and you walked out, and the first thing somebody goes, to "You, yo, Tommy boy." Um, we know how we know we now know what started Rex and Wes. You're not doing that. You're not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna live that way. What I'm doing, if I'm any ball player right now, if I'm any one of them, I'm getting a just a run of different colored underwear. Bright fuchsia, pink, green, the golden thong. Giambi's golden thong is coming back. And I'm wearing them every game. I'm getting a cup. I'm getting a, a jock strap that is that 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 has swear words on it. I'm going Conor McGregor. And then when they go, hey, that's a fine, you can't do that's against uniform policy. I'll be like, you know what's against my uniform policy? Being able to see through my uniform, I, I think you can't. You can't defend baseball on this. I'm defending them a little bit more because this is the problem where baseball gets covered. There are pants. Yeah, there's no covering. Hang on, there are pants like this in the NFL, and I don't even know how many people realize there are actual pants like this in the NFL. There's yeah, a- but there's stops at the. Uh, there's if you if you look at those, I know what you're talking about, especially the Cowboys, Cowboys and the Rams. Yeah. I think, like, but if you look at there's. It's a line. It's like it, it it's it's like they've got um like uh, spandex on. Then it's that. It's I think it, the NFL looks like they said we're gonna make these very breathable pants after we get past the twigs and berry. I have I have to be a little careful of how I'm gonna set this up. I know kids might be. I wish I wish what? fanatics were. They're on winter break, so I think I can get away with this one. There's a clip out there on social media, and I'm pretty sure they never took it down, from the Buffalo Bills in December with Stephon Diggs before one of the big games on a Friday post, where Stephon Diggs' pants look like this. Well, oh, like, oh, hold on, hold on. There's, yeah, yeah. There's, there is a not, – not to debate <laughs> oh, male, male bulges <laughs> with you, sir. Happy Friday, everybody. Yeah. But that's – that is set up in such a way that he was wearing he's wearing very tight pants. <laughs> so there's an outline. If those pants were made like these pants, we would be able to see what Stefan's been digging with. Like <laughs> literally see it, not just the outline, like, oh, hello. It doesn't take long. If, if you Google Stefan Diggs pants, that is gonna pop up for you. Careful. Yeah. So just careful. That was a company computer. I just did that on, so let me close that out. But but again. These are see-through. They're not just tight. They're see-through. Were Miles Garrett's sweatpants NFL when we I had that remember. interview this year? Oh, yeah. But see, again, like there's, there is, a, there is, a, there. And by the way, like 
majority of, of, of ball players were cops. Stefan Diggs, that, that picture was not wearing one. You know, I, I, Chris Jones, I bet you he wears them all the time after the, after the combine. I, the, this is, I'm looking up right now, right now. It's, it's the Dodgers versus the Padres right now. It's happening. And the Dodgers are in bright white pants. And I believe the pitcher's name is knack. And, and I can see everything. Every time he turns around to walk away from the plate, I can see everything. I don't want to see everything. I can't stay in the uniforms. I don't like him. I do. But when I look at this, I hope, and I don't think it's you and I. I really don't think it's you and I. I think our fellow brethren who do this for a profession, sports talk, we just heard uh, Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn, if you're listening on the radio side locally in the Capital Region, LeVar Arrington just closed their show talking about this. And all three of those guys have had nice post-careers. Jonas is more of the radio guy, but those guys both played the NFL. I feel like this is the stuff they use to not talk about baseball on a national level. Like, they don't want to break down games like you and I will or talk about roster moves or talk about pitching strategies, stuff that New York sports fans are interested in when they talk about the Yankees and the Mets and other teams. These guys just want to find the lowest hanging fruit of how to trash baseball. And they did. By the way, the hanging fruit, very easy to find right now. Very easy to find. A little too easy to find, some might say. Do you think guys... Now, Listen, I, here's the thing. Here's, I, hmm. As a guy, yeah, you're not outraged a little bit? No. I'm not a piece of meat to be dangled in front of the fans, okay? I am a, I am a, I'm a man who has spent my life perfecting my craft. Sure, I've adjusted in front of you before, but that doesn't give you the right to see it. No means no, guys. And no, I don't want you to see what I'm working with. And I don't want to see what Rojas is working with in front of me right now. Even though you and I are of a different age, I feel like the fashion of what guys our age when we were growing up in our late teenage to early 20s is very similar. You went through that 90s phase of like baggy clothes and hoodies and backwards hat. And I've kept it. I've kept it. I think I've kept mine as well of like if you ever see me in shorts, maybe that's more about the size of my legs that they're over my knees. Like the long shorts, like the St. Bonaventure one, the Iverson, Johnny Flick. Right. Like I just don't remember. And maybe I missed that. I'm pretty sure I didn't. I don't remember when shorts went back up the leg. They're called hoochie daddy shorts. Right? Like, I don't remember when the NBA in college started tightening these shorts up. And be like, yeah. oh, my God. Can you believe what the NBA's doing? They're bringing the shorts up but back you, to the junk. But you, like, could, I don't remember you can't that. see it. I don't want to. But, again, you can't. Guys, you can. Have you have you seen these pictures? Yes. yes. I don't want to keep looking at them. But that's what I'm saying. So let's say let's say we put back together the bus to the Bronx, uh, uh, something you and I used to do where we would go to a Yankee game with a bunch of, of, of like-minded fans, and we'd have a blast. I don't want to go to it right now until I know that I'll be safe to look. And, just, and, and again, look, I know there's somebody, somebody is going to go, why are you looking at their crotches? You can't help it. You can't help it. It's right there. They're right there. It's it's see through. It's not again. This is not the pants are too tight. The pants are too short. The pants are too long. This isn't Manny Ramirez wearing loose bottom pants versus uh, you know Chuck Knobloch wearing tight tight cuffs on on his calves. The pants are see through. You wouldn't make a woman wear these pants. 
You shouldn't make a man wear these pants. They're see-through. For those of you who have this energy about the baseball pants, which may or may not be fixed. They're going to get fixed. They have to get fixed. I want this same energy in two weeks when the NFL Combine rolls around, which is nicknamed the Underwear Olympics. Okay, okay but you know what? again, guys, yeah. you keep changing the conversation. I remember Chris Jones having a problem. He, he popped out. He did. But were the shorts see-through or was that a wardrobe malfunction? I don't want to remember. It was a wardrobe malfunction. I can guarantee you the NFL is not going to put everybody out there in see-through pants. It's not going to happen. Everyone wearing light-colored pants in Major League Baseball, which is pretty much every home uniform, I know where I, I know. I know what they're working with. And that's not okay. They're see-through. This is a design flaw. This is not this is this is <laughs> this is when average Joe's ends up with the wrong uniforms early in dodgeball. That's what this is. They thought they were getting some nice shorts, nice shirts. They were gonna get out there comfortably and compete in a sport. And next thing you know, they're out there in crotchless chaps. And that's what these poor gentlemen are doing right now. I in this- I just saw the real McCoy for the Padres. I, in this case, don't want to find out if there's other ways into which apparel will be used over 2024 that can show off. I don't want to do my research to prove my point right, correct? Today. You're not. I don't you, want you, to. Don't, you haven't even talked about my point. I have. I no, you keep talking stink. about different shorts and different this. No one has ever put these people out here in see-through. The lingerie league, the women who play football in lingerie are like, well, that's that's pretty revealing. Like, this is an only, like, MLB has an OnlyFans now, and it's every day. These pants are too sheer. You're, you're, you just want to argue with me, and that's fine. No, no, no. I've said four times the uniforms stink. I know, I, but you keep comparing them to things that aren't. Again, they're what? white. I'm looking at, I'm looking at Freeman's butt right now. I can see his butt cheeks as he runs out. Nice home run, by the way, Freddie. Who do you think is the oldest person in this office right now? Bruce. You think it's is Bruce? Gagliardi still here? Uh, I don't think Gagliardi's still here. No, it's probably uh, Bruce. I will, I will concede this because this is out of my age range. I will fully put my hands up and be like, I don't know what the discussion was when this happened, but I know this is not the first time in the history of sports that what we're talking about today has happened. Not see-through, see, which I will concede. I will concede. See-through see, see is see, new. See-through is fi- probably new. I will give you that point. But I don't think this is the first time in the history of sports where the, uh, let's say, the expanded package of certain athletes might be at risk. But that shorts have been shorter, uniforms have been tighter. Generally, that's one of those things where a couple two tree guys. You know. Patrick Ewing? Yeah. You know, do you ever have you ever seen Without Limits this the Steve Prefontaine story? One your eBay? Yes, I know what you're talking yeah, about. When they go, yeah. all right, everybody gets a haircut except for Jeff. Why not Jeff? Will of God. He's just cause he's got the, you know, it's gotta be shorter than your you know what I'm saying? And there's that that happens. Some people won the genetic lottery. They did. This is, uh, you know what? I'll tell you right now. Uh-oh. If I was, if I was gifted enough to be a member of the Major League Baseball world, if I was a player, I would come out to you. you can leave your hat on right now. You can leave your hat on. I would go. I'd be like. I would just. I would lean right into the whole full month. I'd stretch a lot. I'd be like, ah. Uh, and plus, you're forgetting another another key factor here, guys. Oh God! All right. This is the cactus and the grapefruit league, which they've proven now. They've shown us the captain cactus and the grapefruits. We're April fifth. 
These dudes are headed north. It's going to get cold. This funny little joke right now, about to change. Dude's going to be a lot less confident walking up to walking up to the plate when it's 40 degrees out. And all of a sudden, it's like George and Seinfeld. I was in the pool. I was in the pool. Shrinkage, I was in the pool. This needs to be, this needs to be fixed. This needs to be rectified. Oh, man, I'll tell you right now. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Albany Firebirds uniforms show up and they're see-through. My guys are not getting forced to wear them. No? It's no. All right. No. I'll go buy gym shorts for everyone to wear over them. What size gym shorts? Depends on the guy. Grace of God. Over the knees. Will new, of God, new my style. friend. Will Larry of God. Bird. John Stockton probably was a fan of Mohawk Honda. I'm not sure. Maybe John Havlicek. Lace reliable vehicles. Yeah. Do you think George Mikan had a Honda vehicle back in his day? I don't, I don't really know. know a lot about Mr. Mikan. I guarantee you Vlad Guerrero Sr. would have loved a Honda Pilot. He's still with us, so he probably can still get one. Honda, Mohawk Honda. How about them on social media? Greg Johnson posted a video today. The construction continues on, but all the upgrades. Have you seen these videos, LeVac? Yeah, yep. Mohawk Honda across Instagram and Facebook. These upgrades are incredible. Weird. I'm in talks to help out with the grand opening. Really? Yes. At Mohawk Honda? Yes. I thought they would maybe reach out to me. Uh, you don't have access to certain talent that I have access to. When you said the I'll word- just tell you they're going all out. They're going all out. All right. When you said the word talent, I thought about something involving pants. Yeah. Mohawk Honda is the place for you this weekend. If you're looking We're all for showing new- up in baseball pants, every one of us. If you're looking for a new vehicle, 2024s are there for you. Maybe you're doing great on your taxes. Maybe you got a new job in 2024. Maybe you didn't go that Disney trip you're hoping for for this winter break. Maybe you, you got- saved a little money. You didn't buy any Fanatics baseball clothes. Mohawk Honda can help you find the ride today. Upgrade your vehicle or get a new ride. Work with people you can trust. During that carbon experience, don't have those horror stories. Don't get freaked out. Don't get scared. Continue to go back and work with people that you want to go back to. Dude, for just more. ran at first. I got scared. Vehicles in the future. It's Mohawk Honda where they won't wear weird pants or order anything from Fanatics, and they'll always go out of their way to please you. This report is sponsored by Wendy's. We are looking at a little bit of volume in Clifton Park on both sides of Route 9 coming into the area of 146. Up and down the north way, we're good from Colony up into Clifton Park in Saratoga Springs. 787 top to bottom, a pretty good ride. In Troy, we're slow on Hoosick Street heading eastbound into Hoosick Road and McChesney Avenue. From the WGY Price Chopper Market 32 Traffic Center, I'm Mike Barker. When you think Wendy's Biggie Bag, think your go-to meal deal. Because with your choice of JBC or Crispy Chicken Sandwich, plus four-piece nugs, junior fries, and a small soft drink, Biggie hits every time. So grab a Wendy's Biggie Bag today. U.S. price and participation may vary. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. Sneezing, coughing, a stuffy nose, runny nose, post-nasal drip, interrupted sleeping. I just I was groggy at the end of the day. Allergies and sinus congestion were making Jana miserable. Then, a friend recommended Navage. Navage provides immediate drug-free congestion relief, flushing your nasal passages with refreshing saline and sucking out mucus germs and other airborne irritants. Navage helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel your best right away. Navage gave me instant relief. I didn't have to wait 30 minutes. I didn't have to wait an hour, 90 minutes. I didn't have to wait. I didn't have to wait a minute. I just, I ran the rinse and I felt immediately I felt better. Stop suffering from congestion and start breathing and feeling your best again with Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. I've had people ask me how I find relief, and I tell them Navage immediately. This thing is amazing. Navage is available at Navage.com or at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid.
The IRS finally caught up with Louie. I hadn't paid my taxes in eight years. I owed the IRS a lot of money. Louie was in deep trouble. We're going to take your house, put a lien on your bank account, uh, garnish your pay. They don't care. They're going to take your paycheck. Louie found out about Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima Tax, they helped me. They calmed me down. They made me feel comfortable, and I trust them. Louie has a lot to be thankful. For. I don't owe the IRS anymore, and I'm able to live a comfortable life, <laughs> a lot better life. It was because of Optima Tax. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Take it from Louie. If you owe the IRS, don't go on alone. Give Optima Tax a call. They can help you. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Hi, Alyssa here from Lily and David Fine Jewelers. You are just days away from the amazing Lily and David buy one, get one free wedding band sale. Buy one, get one free, or take 40% off, whichever is less for you. Here at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Located in the shops at Wilton, just down from TJ Maxx. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love the Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Back in Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Cut the music. I got my own. <laughs> now, coming off to the plate. Number 69 of your programs, number one of your hearts. The not-so-big fella, Jeff LeVac, everybody. It's cold out. I'm nervous. Yay! <laughs> 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 Look how my impression of a woman sounds like Corey and Green. Which... That's, yeah, that's, yeah. Habba, habba. <laughs> that was too deep. And at once. Oh, man. You know, I ordered some Nick shorts. They were actually ordered them too big. I got I got to send them back to... From Fanatics? Uh, no, I, oh. I found them. I found uh, like the, the black ones that they've got, the, uh, the, the off uniform. I uh, found them on, on Amazon. Actually, cheap. So I have a friend who okay. his prank was he would start buying extra small shorts and start mailing them to people's houses, and he would <laughs> yeah, for like two dollars a piece. And no one, why is there lingerie at my house? Why is a child's small Nick shorts show up? Utah Jazz. Yeah, that was his prank. It's actually a very harmless and funny prank. When I was when I was similar, but not harmless. When I was growing up and people weren't nearly as open-minded, I had um, a friend whose parents, if you wronged them, they would send every gay magazine they could find. They, they would subscribe for you and have them sent to your house. Every single one. Your mailbox like would be full of every, every gay magazine there was. There are so many. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> whether it's balloons covering someone's snow, uh, yeah. car with snow, whether it, like there are good harmless pranks that don't physically hurt somebody, they are funny. That's I mean that's yeah. listen, you know, 
back then too. I think if I was, I was thinking about it, if I was going to do anything like that, I'd send Blue Chew to people's houses. Right? Like, wh- who keeps ordering this? That's go- <laughs> good, funny, but harmless thank you. fun. Right? Now I can play baseball again. It says Gaz on it. No, it's Pro- promo code. Ga- that's promo not code better. Gaz. Uh, you? Next, get it done. Last night, one ten ninety six. They beat the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, it, it, listen, it, it, you don't have your stars on either side, really, but Kyle Lowry gets cheered, gets beat up a little bit, but he looked pretty good for, for the 76ers. You see that, you know, he's going to, he's going to work out well for them, but the Knicks, man, these, these keep playing good basketball. Jalen Brunson is a beast. He's an absolute beast. They just, it's, it's one of those deals where you wonder how a guy like Jalen Brunson exists, right? Like you've got. He's a little small. He's not the fastest. Like there's, there's nothing he does physically that is better than than the other guys on the court. He just works harder than you. Like LeBron James is a freak of of nature. Like he's he's bigger, faster, stronger. Even at you know after a million games than most people on the court. Uh, you got guys who are you know, bigger, faster, all those things. Brunson just works harder than everyone else, and I think we got a clue as to why. From the three point contest, did you did you see what happened to him during the the three point contest? I did watch the three point contest. Maybe I'm missing what you're talking about, though. So he was he just did his um he's got that podcast with with I'm sorry Josh Hart and he do a podcast called Roommate Show. Uh, Matt Hillman's also on there. So he goes, yeah, some bald guy is just calling me an an, an effing bum. From over behind the bench, just keeps yelling what a bum, what a bleeping bum I am. It was his dad during the three point <laughs> shootout. I thought that was a joke. Reggie Miller was saying that he's like, no. "Someone is that really happened?" Really, it was, I, oh it was his gosh. dad. And then after Brunson didn't win the three point shootout, his dad came up to him and went, "That bonus would have finished my basement." <laughs> oh, gosh, this man. like like all right. Think about think about Brunson's dad. So so Jalen Brunson. His his dad, you know, has been a coach in basketball. His dad, I mean, he played for the Knicks at one point for a short window. The reason the Knicks hired him is to entice Jalen to come to New York. The reason people are even paying attention to who he is is Jalen Brunson has been the MVP since joining the Knicks. All these things, and still bleeping bum, bum. You're you're a bleeping bum. Like it, <laughs> that that's got like as much as there's 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 somebody right now going. I would never talk to my child like that. And that's why your kid's never going to be Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Relentless. Never letting him settle. Always pushing him. I could have sworn when they were talking about their, during the broadcast, I thought Reggie Miller knew his dad. So he's like, oh, he's probably coaching him up right now. He's probably dragging him a little. No, it actually was happening. And he yeah. heard him. So, well, I'm going to call him Coach Brunson because I feel like he deserves yeah. that title. Because and how I can't much remember his first name to save my life. Still coaching him up. Had a good career. He had a moment earlier this year where he talked about it was a moment at the garden where he said, you've passed me, man. I know you've always looked up to me and you're like, but you're having a better thing than I ever did when it comes to being an athlete in this spot. That was a wire to wire win last night for the Knicks from the Rick, first quarter on. Yeah. The Knicks looked really good. What was more odd though in that game? Was it more odd that Spike Lee was there or was it more odd that because of Jalen Brunson's connection to Philly, he was getting MVP chance from the opposing crowd. It, that whole that whole night was weird, because so I watch it. I get it through the NBA package, 
So I don't get commercials a lot of times. Like I'll get I'll get whatever the NBA commercial is, and then I'll get the your program will be right back. And sometimes like for the home games, I'll get to see the Knicks City dancers and stuff like that. I, I get to see a lot of the stuff you see if you go to the game. I I like it. It's cool. It makes me feel like I'm there. Before the game, you know how like so the 76ers they ring they have a special guest ring the Liberty Bell. Did you see who the guest was for this game? Was it did Spike Lee ring it? You're close. You never would know who this guy is. You might because you're a radio guy like me. Spike Etchkin. Etch, Etchkin. Oh, yeah. The new uh, afternoon drive host. Is, yeah, yeah. I know who that the is. The guy who yes. used to run WFAN. Right. Or actually still does right now. He's doing both. They brought out some random afternoon drive radio guy because FAN, I believe, also plays the Knicks like we do, Fox Sports. So I, I think it was like a whole, like, we're gonna we're just going to take the spotlight from New York. And it didn't work at all. <laughs> Like it didn't work at all. Like Jalen Brunson took the spotlight right back, and he and look at like number wise, it wasn't like one of his most dominant games. But eleven of eleven from from the free throw line, uh, he ends up with twenty one total points. But he he just he just he, they uh, the Knicks uglied the game up, and there was nothing you could do about it. There was nothing. All I kept seeing in my head is the is the John Madden gif out there. People say the Raiders played dirty. Yeah, what are you gonna do about it? Like, like that's kind of what the like, the, and that's what the '90s, early '90s Knicks were, with Oakley and Starks and Ewing. Everybody was like, "Yeah, ah, the, the Knicks are just dirty play. They want to fight you. They want to play defense. They don't. They don't. They, they don't care if the game's 88-82 as long as they win." Yeah. So, what are you gonna do about it? I kept thinking, especially leading up to this conversation today, of what did that game last night mean more about? Was that more of a reflection of what the Knicks are, or the Sixers are, because? With the Knicks being so dominant so early in that game, it didn't even feel like the Sixers said, okay, we're not going to win this one. It felt like the Sixers just couldn't keep up with New York. Weren't as good as New York. The Knicks felt like the better team, and the Knicks aren't 100% yet. But that game to me, now thinking about it almost 20-plus hours removed from it, that game was more about the Knicks than the Sixers. Sixer fan will probably spin it and say, we're not healthy, we're not 100%, we're not. Okay, neither are the Knicks, and the Knicks were better. And the Knicks are your contender. They're in that mix with Cleveland, Milwaukee, Boston. I think Indiana's kind of on the outside looking in, but Halliburton and that roster can really shoot. But the Knicks have proven that they're better than Philly right now. And it's not the first time they've proven this season that they've looked better than the Sixers. If you want to do, we used to do power rankings on Tuesdays in the NFL. If we did a power ranking of the Eastern Conference, for me it would be Boston at one, Milwaukee at two, and then it's probably a coin flip for Cleveland and New York, and I'd give Cleveland the edge just because they're so hot right now, but Philly's not four, Philly's not three, New York is better than Philly right now, and they're in contention. I feel more confident that they could go deeper in the postseason than the Sixers. It's I, 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 I kind of hold off giving the credit on the trades because of the fact that, like, OG, OG Ananobi is not, I don't know when he's going to play. Like, I just don't know when he's going to play. But this, the, the two big moves you made is you brought in OG, which I guess just getting rid of R.J. Barrett, getting rid of Emmanuel quickly, freed up space for Jalen Brunson to be himself and to do all the things he has to do. But also to see Bojan go out there 24 minutes, go six for six from three-point land. Like this team is a better shooter. They're they're better shooters than you are. And now to have Bojan out there and to have that big dude who can actually actually bury the threes is is phenomenal. I'm I'm – I'm fired up. If if they can get healthy, man, because Hartenstein only played 11 minutes. He really had minimal effect on the team. 
But Achua is like one of those dudes. Like he gets out there, he just I I feel like if if his stat line was like the the equivalent of like the goon in hockey, he'd be fine with it. Like you had three points, but you knocked two dudes out, four people fouled out, and before you fouled out. Because they were trying to play physical with you, You'd be like, yeah, good night, huh? Like, I feel like he's that the dude's named after a sneeze, but he, but man, he he'll come for you. It's such a lie when athletes say they don't care about stats. I really believe it with him. I think he has no care in the world what his stats are. He will go out there and just play. What do you need me to do? Let me get a couple of rebounds, sure. Yeah. You want me to go get some putbacks, sure. Guard, sure. Whatever you need. He feels like the guy who understands that his paycheck will not be twenty and ten. His paycheck is. We need you to do the most cliche thing in professional sports, your job, and you will stay employed in the NBA when you do these things for us really, really well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up. It's going to be a fun – like, they needed – I hate to – like, you, it was an important game. You were correct. But, like, they needed that just to get it because they had a four-game losing streak going into the All-Star break. So that's good. Now you won that. Maybe Brunson's dad doesn't think you're a bum. Um, you know, it, it, there's a lot of – there's a lot of good – Good things that came came to this. I see we got a friend who just walked in. All right. So we got we're gonna have to do that. But first, I want to tell you about USX Pest Control. Yeah. USX Pest is dot uh, com. That's where you set up your free inspection. You uh, you get everything rolling, and when you're on your way to having your house taken care of, everything's uh, in order. You're gonna love life. Same way Gaz and I do. Gaz saved your marriage. USX. My marriage Pest is Control. fine. My marriage is. It fine. It is now. No, it's it was fine before that. USX Pest Control made sure my home was safe. Winter break for the kids right now. One of them's not feeling too great. Home is safe. No pastor running around. They get to just chill with mom today. Make sure life is good. And I don't have to worry about some uninvited guests, whether it's the garage, the attic, the basement, the platinum packages. Made sure everything is safe going forward. Winter, spring is here, LeVac. I've been looking at the weather like an old man yeah. on my phone. I guess that's making me old. The warm weather's on the way. Winter is done. I'm de- over. Don't say that because we're getting one more storm now. No, it's, it's, no, then, no. That's what, that's what happens. Unless it's, it's the NCAA tournament, but, then we get snowed see, in and watch the games. But see, that's where my uh, non-chemical <laughs> exclusion package comes in too, because it keeps some of that draft out. Make make the uh, move that guys and I made back in May, and we've been loving it ever since. Go to usxpest.com, schedule that free inspection today. Joining us next, the head coach of the Albany Firebirds, Damon Ware, right here on Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine and nine eighty. Pay less for the dress, sponsored by CDPHP, is officially coming back to Proctor's Key Hall on March 8th. A chance to buy a new or gently used prom dress or formal wear for just $9.95. Tickets are on sale now at proctors.org and are limited, so get them today. All proceeds benefit the Proctor's Scholarship Fund and the Center for Disability Services. It's pay less for the dress, Friday, March 8th from 4 to 9 p.m. Tickets at proctors.org. A special thanks to CDPHP, Proctor's, and Best Cleaner. Seize the summer with Fox Sports 95.9 and 9.80. We're giving you a chance to win a Disney cruise for your family to create long-lasting memories with original musical live shows, spectacular fireworks at sea, incredible destinations including our private island, and so much more. Enter for your chance to win a seven-night cruise on board the Disney Fantasy and discover how magic meets the sea. To learn more and how to enter, head to foxsports980.com forward slash contest. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. 
Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. All state vehicle and property insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. We're a few minutes away from talking about Coach Damon Ware, the Albany Firebirds, and more. But first, Lily and David Fine Jewelers, the shops of Wilton. I love talking about this spot. Family-owned and operated business on Fridays because that's when I bought my engagement ring. Stopped over. Shops of Wilton. Worked with Alyssa and the staff. Engagement ring. Happily married, six plus years, engagement ring, and more. Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you guys. Maybe you're getting out of work early on a Friday. Maybe you've had some time off for winter break. Alyssa, David, Tammy, G, the whole crew at Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you find what she's looking for. Make sure to check out their Facebook page as well, Lily and David Fine Jewelers. We can check out the selection. Maybe she sees something she likes, passes the link over to you, shares it in the DM social media, and you're good to go. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, the shops of Wilton, we stop in. Tell me heard about my story, Gaza's story from Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Welcome to a very special edition of Flock University. Uh, head coach, general manager, the professor himself, Damon Ware with us. And uh, Gaz is here too, which is okay. Coach, what's been going on, man? Oh, just so busy. Uh, glad to take a bit of air and and get out and see the city for a second and it's sunny out and weather's nice so enjoying the day actually which like i i've been busy but nobody i don't nobody's working harder than coach Ware right now you're out there you're working with sponsors you're working the roster's always evolving you're you're on league calls all those things so i'm glad that we could actually sneak you out for a couple minutes hey i actually appreciate it uh looking at the four walls all day uh it was nice to get out and see a little sun the last time Coach Ware sat in that seat, it was the announcement of yeah. the Albany Firebirds. You were in, both of you, plus Mike Corda was here as well. I think Andy Gelcher, we had a bunch. The studio was packed. Uh, Darius DP, Prince. Darius yep. Prince, yep. Coach Hollis, and more. And, Coach, since then, a lot has happened. The roster's been built. But for you right now, like college coaches are looking at off seasons and they're doing recruiting. 64 days, I believe. What's, what's the schedule look like for you? Do you get to relax a little bit before games actually start here in February? <laughs> Rest and relax. I don't even know what that is. Uh, right now, it's just the details. So, um, obviously, with, with my front office responsibilities, it's, it's still being out there in the community, um, you know, being in meetings with, with Jeff and the owners and, and uh, still trying to sell some sponsorships and tickets and, and those kind of things. But on the flip side, I've got to flip over, you know, about three-quarters of the way through the day, flip, you know, put on the coaching hat, uh, have meetings. You know, last night we had a full team player meeting uh, on a Zoom call, so uh, doing those things, coaches' meetings. Obviously, it's great having uh, Coach Hollis here in town with me um, and some of the other coaches. And so that's been just absolutely wonderful is being able to do all of our meetings and stuff face-to-face rather than through phone calls and texts and those kind of things. So we're getting a great deal done. And, you know, I've got a young staff this year. And so just teaching them just the ropes of all the little details that we need to go through to get ready for the season. I think it's, it's great for them. It's great for me. Um, and so it's just a lot of work, but uh, we're going to leave no stone unturned. 
Uh, every I is going to get dotted. Every T is going to get crossed. We will be the most prepared team going into training camp. And, you know, uh, like I say, we want to bring another uh, championship to the Capital Region, and that's 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 our focus. we got uh, head coach Damon Ware with us right now for the Albany Firebirds on Fox Sports Radio 95.9, 980. So what, what I find interesting is people always ask us, uh, roster moves, are you done, are you done? You don't get to be done. So, like, guys, I'll be sitting there, I'll hear his phone ring, and it's an agent, it's a player, it's somebody. And, like, you still have big names calling you, like names that you would think would already know where they're going at this point, still calling you to see if they can come here. What's great and bad for, for just the game is, you know, with the USFL and XFL merging and they cut out half the league, it, it left a lot of places um, and players just, just you know, needing a place to play. And so – uh, our league being that next tier down from the UFL, um, it's a great place to go. And so, obviously, it's it's a little bit more money than, than some other places. And so, uh, I have been getting hammered by the kids that haven't been re-signed in the XFL or USFL. So, there is going to be some huge announcements. I mean, I can uh, give out one. Um, just signed a kid today. Uh, got finished with another quarterback. Uh, a guy named Will Arndt. Uh, it's been a several-year starter in the CFL uh, 6'5 kid, uh, reminds me a little bit of Tommy Grady, got a great arm, uh, great pocket presence, um, and has had some serious starts. He's from Western Connecticut. Um, he lives two hours away too, which is cool. So, uh, he's actually going to drive up and, uh, spend some time in the office with me. So, uh, getting a jump on those things. Oh God, he does look like Grady. Cool. So, but yeah, he's a 6'5", <laughs> 6'6 six, six, six kid, uh, Long arm, long strider. So again, it's uh, we're pretty excited. Uh, so that'll bring our our last quarterback that we'll bring into camp. Um, but again, just we're you know the talent level that we have this year is going to be it's going to be special. And and again, I've <laughs> I've got about five or six more you know XFL USFL kids that that haven't been retained. Uh, that again, we could get some more deals done over the next couple of days. But uh, we're just excited about the kind of talent that we can bring to the capital region and. And we are uh, very happy and very focused on uh, what's to come. When you hear USFL, XFL, even there's news today, Jeff Fisher talked about bringing on a broadcaster, legendary broadcaster in Alabama, NFL. When almost you hear these tags on players, it doesn't sound like a bad thing. Like, oh, I played in a different league. Now I'm moving to a different league. It feels like competition. Like, hey, I played in this other league and I want to prove to you I can do something else. Does it feel that same way when you talk to their ex-coaches and the players themselves of, I don't see myself labeled like that coach I just want to be a football player and go out and play and make some impact for one franchise and hopefully the Albany Firebirds I mean the interesting part is is you know our game is just very unique and so you know no matter what else you do coming into this is going to be a little bit foreign and so just just some of the mechanics of it and some of the timing of it and the speed of the game and always playing with walls all around you obviously those are all unique but when it comes down to it great football players are great football players and so if you can match up great football players with great coaches, you're going to be able to get great things out of any athlete. And so for me and our staff, it's find the best possible players in the country that we can find. And, and again, let's talk to them about building different value. And, and, you know, again, you've got people with these great stories like Kurt Warner and, and just how, you know, there's, there's plenty of players out there that can come in this league and, and find plenty of success and, and get out of the league for that matter. So, uh, we're just focused on bringing in the absolute best players and uh, putting them with a great coaching staff, a great city, a great fan base, and uh, we're going to get to work and get after uh, you know our goals, which is winning a championship. Season tickets available right now, 518-557-8799. Uh, single game tickets go on sale uh, March 1st. Just I thought it was pertinent to put that out there. 
uh, uh, guys, for anybody who wants yes, to come enjoy the game. Uh, but but uh, what I do love, so I'll get these emails. Hey, can you be here? Hey, can you be here? Hey, can you be here? And I'll I, I historically I have always done it where if I can't be there, we ain't going because I know that with a lot of our guys, you need to have there has to be an adult in the room. So we are because of you know Coach Ware moving here, being a part of this community. That's not the deal anymore. So if I go one place and I know that they need, you know, somebody great in another place, he's going. Like I, I like I don't want to bother you. It's Saturday morning. You're 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 kicking off a, a stair climb for to to fight against cystic fibrosis tomorrow. Absolutely. So I'll be up bright and early and uh, get there bright and early. But but a great event to be a part of. Um, we truly embrace the the community of the capital region, and so. Uh, any event that that's called upon us to be there, we'll be there. And so I will uh, gladly be up bright and early with my coffee and uh, out there to give them a pep talk about what needs to be done to to help a great cause. So uh, be there uh, bright and early. Yeah, it's at the Corning Tower, and I, I love it. So I go I go to Coach Waregoss. I go, hey, listen, do you, I can't make it because I got to go set up this other thing. I'm in. And then a couple of the guys, you know, Darius Prince, Dwayne House, we want to do it. And he's like, nobody's going up the stairs. <laughs> we are too close to the season you're not come with me if you want if you, whatever but no no stairs for the players so just Smart always, always that's why we call him the professor he sees the angles that's what's going on there got to be protective of these guys they're all athletes they all want to do everything and it'd be just my luck to let one of them run up and down some stairs they slip and fall and next thing you know they're out you know two months and just can't uh can't do that. Our roster is just so handpicked, and it's we have the right guys at the right spots. I I just can't lose any of them. So yes, I will be a little protective of the guys, and and yes, we'll tone it down a little bit until we get to training camp. Uh, you beat me to it. I was going to say you have some competitive guys, some guys who have some capital region ties who are coming back to the capital region who have been here before. You can say that probably till camp because then the fiery competitive nature will come out. That alone will be a challenge. I hope this is he views this as a compliment. With Coach Hollis having his first camp as a non-player, I think it's going to be hard for him to calm down during camp as well. It is going to be a challenge, but I think a fun challenge for you and the staff, Coach. Absolutely. Uh, you know, he has definitely been uh, one of my right-hand people on the field. So, although he's been playing, he's played a long time. He's played at a great high level. He's really been a coach on the field. And, it, you know, it, it just reminds me of, you know, why we do these things. And so, you know, all off season it was, you know, I just figured, hey, I, I, I know, you know, we're going to stick this out together, you know. So I kind of gave him a space. Hey, you want to coach? You want to play? You know, obviously Prince has been just hilarious <laughs> in, in staying on him about wanting to play again. Um, but he called me. We should know, fil- we should film those two <laughs> and then edit and then air. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, we have some of the funniest kids and – they just go at it, and, and, you know, obviously Prince wants him to play it again. But it just came a point in time where he says, hey, I've, I've done everything that I can for the game. Um, he was just like, I love seeing what you're doing and how you do it, and I just want to be a part of that. And so from that day forward, we said, hey, I just, are you sure? You know, this is, this is a big decision. But if you're sure, I'm sure about having you be a part of my staff. Um, it was a pretty easy decision. Um, he's done nothing but put his head down. You know, he gave me a call the other night and was just like, Coach, I'm, you know, A, thank you for the opportunity, but B, I'm so dialed in. And, you know, we, we've we met so many times already, so they're already so entrenched with all these things that I'm sure they didn't think they would have to do. And so 
uh, just getting him on board with all the details that I that I expect, and I just think it's great because you you can just see the light go on in his head, and and he's he's working his butt off, and I love that. And so uh, he, he you know he worked hard to be a player. He's going to work even harder to be a coach. I'm super excited to mentor him through this process, and so I just can't wait to wait. You know, see what happens during the season. I love the the thing I love the most about Hollis is like obviously I've known him for a couple of years now, but you don't know what to expect when a guy takes that step. He has zero ego. He and he brings excitement to everything. Like we're we're talking to some uh, third party platforms on how to do tickets and stuff. And here's the guy taking the most notes is Hollis. He's just oh, that'd be cool. I think people would have a lot of fun there. Like he's all he is an ambassador to the game. He's got a great attitude and just the way he just attacks regular life. He's he's calm, cool, and collective. He's always smiling. He's always having fun. That's the kind of people that I want to be around. I don't want to be around anybody that's uptight or you know, scared to, to show themselves at times or scared to say the wrong thing. No, I want to be with people that are, A, they have a passion for life, they've got a passion for this game, and aren't afraid to be who they are and aren't afraid to tell people the hard truths. And, and so I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to watch him during film sessions. And, you know, it's been me these last couple of years and pointing out everybody's mistakes, and I do it in an open forum because I want everybody <laughs> on our team to know who needs to be held accountable? And so I always tell our guys that come into camp, like, if you have, you know, you don't have thick skin, you're probably not going to like me because I'm going to say everything out in the open in front of everybody, and, and I want you guys to police yourselves. And so uh, I can't wait for Hollis because he has a lot of really interesting things uh, and approaches to things, <laughs> but he's very smart. And so just to watch this process is going to be great for me. So I'm, I'm super thrilled to have him on the staff and, and get him going in his coaching career. So going to be a lot of fun i want in i want in on a film session right now i want right. to if coach allows it i think it's entertaining and especially young I'm, players can learn. i walked yeah. into one the other day just checking keys i didn't realize it was happening <laughs> uh, he is the he is the professor head coach at damon Ware, and uh yes if you've got some community events or you got some questions levac at firebirdsafl.com hc Ware at firebirdsafl.com we're more than happy to answer you as quick as we can um speaking of of yeah. great teams we have great roommates that's right your guys as neighbors your roommates the albany fire wolves mvp arena we're talking a lot of local we got a lot more local coming up here in the top four four brought to you by mohawk honda but make sure to continue to support the albany fire wolves as well their season is underway first place team check out their social media handles across the board alb fire wolves and go back and listen on apple spotify or the iheart app our conversations with staff members players and more from the albany fire wolves good luck to get Prepared for March, more home games on the way. Can't wait to share more information, but continue to support these local teams, whether the Albany Firebirds, the Fire Wolves, and more local teams that we're going to talk about the top four four coming up here, LeVac. Absolutely, and we hope they win it all so that there's uh, the, the parade routes there for us, right, Coach? Absolutely. <laughs> Let's have two parades. All right. Coach Ware, man, we appreciate you. Have a great weekend. I'll see you tomorrow. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks Go for Birds. having me as always. Guys, when you're ready for a film session, uh, let me know. We'll, we'll get you involved. Let's go. <laughs> Top 4-4 coming up next right here, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. This report is sponsored by KFC. Still looking at a good ride up and down. It's time for the Top 4-4 four four with LeVac and Gaz. Yeah! Right, with the four biggest stories in the world of sports, it is brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Gaz, what's the fourth biggest story? Mets fans, Yankee fans, are you mad that this bat is now off mad? the... The Dr. Cece just did that? I said, you mad? Tim Anderson, a former AL batting champion, is now heading to the Miami Marlins on a one-year $5 million deal. You might remember Anderson, one of the most charismatic 
personality-driven hitters in baseball for the last six to seven seasons. One of his marquee plays with some bat flips, some trash talk. Remember that Field of Dreams game, Levesque? I know you love the movie. <gasps> he was the star of that game for the White Sox <gasps> way back when. There was talks that maybe the Giants and the Angels could have had him. Uh, Mets fans and Yankee fans, you bummed he is no longer available for one of the New York teams. Mr. Anderson. Uh, no, no, no. He's a jerk. You you said it like all the nice way of saying it. No, he's just a jerk. Nobody likes him. He's mouthy. He's arrogant. He's almost as good as he thinks he is. Yeah. No, I'm good. No, thanks. That was Travis Kelsey that called him competitive. Oh, uh, Pete Alonzo. Why don't you keep calling out white people? How dare you? Good for Tim Anderson. The Marlins are One actually- year, though? Why? He's- isn't, he, 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 I, isn't he good enough to get a couple years? I would have thought that two months ago. Now he's got a deal, at least. He's got to prove a deal. The worst part about Tim Anderson is he had his worst season of his career at the worst possible time in his career. Don't do that. That's bad. <laughs> That's my option. That's what I tell you. The White yeah. Sox are like, nah, we're good. We're not actually picking you up. We're, we're going to let you go somewhere else. Miami was competitive last season. Miami made the NL East interesting, and they've got a bunch of characters. Jazz yeah. Chisholm, Josh Bell, Luis Ariza, who was on pace for 400. They got... Not a power hitting lineup. They got guys who can make contact, though. Mr. Anderson. No, he's he's too much trouble. He's not worth it. Bye-bye. Enjoy Miami. You knew he was trouble when he walked in? Like Taylor's? We'll move on to story number three here. A lot of local going on here. First, let's start with the place two hours west of us here in the Capital Region. That's Syracuse basketball. A little programming note here. Syracuse basketball air right here on WOFX 95.9 and 980. Extended Syracuse coverage on Saturday. 10 o'clock, the coaches show. Jerry McNamara stepping in for coach Adrian Autry. Some things going on there. Curious if that plays a factor in Saturday. Allegedly, according to Matt Park, the voice of the Orange, personal things going on. 10 o'clock, Jerry McNamara. 11 o'clock pregame. Noon tip-off against Notre Dame. And Jim Beheim's going to be honored at the end of the game. We'll hope to bring you that coverage on our radio side. We'll get some exclusive stuff from the GMA Wireless Doom. Then... Uh, UAlbany, UMass Lowell, Saturday afternoon. Siena, 2 o'clock Sunday against Fairfield. Shout out to our, our guy, John Bam Bam Mueller, 25 Bam Bam. years. UAlbany baseball is the skip, the manager in the dugout. The madman. Levac, a lot of cool local stuff. Capital Region ties right here locally, what we're going to be airing. A lot of hoops, baseball, a bunch of different stuff across the 518 and the 315. We've, uh, we've made it through the wasteland that is the NBA All-Star break. And now sports are starting to flourish. They're blooming. We're having lots of blooming sports. Let's get our bloom on together, everyone. Bloom, bloom with Bam Bam. Oh. <laughs> UMass Lowell, Sienna Lacrosse. Coach Liam Gleason, we got to get him back on the show as well. They're playing. Uh, Albany Firewolf fan, don't get mad at me if you skip that. We talked about you guys about 10 minutes ago. So you guys are in that mix too. We gave you your own segment on love there. So there you go. A lot uh-huh. of cool stuff. Let's move on to story number two here. It's the NFL salary cap. News breaking today that the cap is rose, risen, it rises. Has risen. $30.6 million to a record $255.4 million per team. Back, I think the teams that are going to be impacted the most, maybe the Bills, maybe the Dolphins, teams that have been aggressive. Some are pointing to some teams like the 49ers, Packers, and Seahawks. Maybe they're going to be over the cap. Could be under the cap now. What do you make of this huge jump for the NFL salary cap? And do you think this has anything to do with Taylor Swift? 
This one you could make a case for. They no. made a ton of money, and they were able to move the cap up because of the popularity of the league. All right. That's a no for you. I'm, I just yeah, – I was ready to talk, and then mm. – Listen, can we leave Taylor Swift alone? Can we just leave, leave her alone? She took her boyfriend to the zoo, and now Pete is after them both. Like, let's leave her alone, okay? NFL makes more money than anyone. It's ridiculous. It's insane. It's amazing. Good for them. Yeah, share a little bit more of that money with the players. The question for me becomes, how do you make sure this doesn't mean more, you know, 50, $60 million a year quarterbacks and maybe some running backs get a little love. Maybe some linebackers get paid. Maybe some other players get some of that money because the structure is what it is. And I just, I think you're going to see, it's just going to be more money for your wide receivers and your quarterbacks and your defensive ends. Anybody on our big Fox on this network right here, CBS, Yahoo, ESPN, NBC. I will make this claim right now. If you hear anybody blaming, they know what's going on involving the NFL cap. They're a liar. That's straight cap. Yo, that's ooh, that was good, Levac. I yeah. like that. So I'm cool. The Gen Zers are saying that. I'm with it. Because remember, duck, 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 duck. in 2021, the cap dropped 18 million dollars because of COVID. So they had to move the money back, but then it went back up. Now it's up again. Like if you're running a team, that's not almost even fair. Like, all right, I did it. I got exactly what I needed. Here's what we're projected for 2025 and 2026. Ha ha! Change the rules. Actually, gotta switch it. So figure that out. You can't keep doing but, this, but I, I guess. I think like, it's ugh. I think it's interesting that you said if somebody asked you to just to explain the cap, you couldn't do it, but then you just did it. Like oh, it well, went, no. you know, it went down because of COVID. They, they, there was no revenue, and so the cap went down. Then everyone came back and started spending money, so there was revenue. The cap went back up. They had like a record year, I guess. Partially didn't hurt that Taylor Swift was around. The cap continues to go up. As long as now new TV deals are coming in, which means more revenue is coming in, which means the cap's going to go up. So barring a global pandemic, the NFL salary cap will continue to go up. That feels a bit unfair to me that if you were a GM. That you were right and you didn't even notice you were right? No, no, no. I was not right. That if a GM sets a price that this is what I'm going to set my roster for for 2024, 2005, and 26, that it has to change. But somebody in sales, I can hear it right now. Maybe our sales team is going to yell at us even on a Friday. Guys. Why us? Guys, it's called the budget. Yeah. Every business has one. 100%. Welcome to business. This is how it works. It just seems different in professional sports. Obviously, in the in the world of the Firebirds, we don't have a two hundred and fifty seven million dollar salary cap. But if more tickets sell, if more partnerships sell, then I have more money to spend on team stuff. If they don't, then I don't. Unless I go to Mike Corda, Andy Gelcher, and Richie says that the owners and go more, please, and they pay me out of their out of their actual money. So, no, it, this makes sense. More money in, more money out. Done. All explained. Woo! I need the Rams to do something crazy. Do it. Do it, L.A. Do something crazy with the cap and have somebody get out there and be like, well, the reason they were able to give Stafford and Puka and Cooper Cup pay cuts, but they're actually richer, is because of these five reasons. If somebody gets out there and says, you know, I knew that all along. It's a secret loophole. You need actually a key and a passcode and a remote control to figure it out. I've said on this it. show for how long? If if your team says they don't have enough money for a player, it's because they don't want the player. There's always ways around the salary cap. There's always things you can do. They will do it if they want to do it. Um, this is uh, this couldn't happen at a better time for Dallas, who has to redo everyone's deals. 
So, extra $30 million in the old uh, coffer. Go get it. You no, know, I'm glad we talked about this a lot. You know what? Power to the people. Power to the athlete. You know, I'm Mr. NIL out here saying how great it is for college athletes to get paid and everything else. There are some leagues that wouldn't do what happened today. We want to go to the UFC. Hey, look, our federation, our league, our employer made more money, and they decided to give it to the players. Our players can make more money because our league is making more money. That's not necessarily true for UFC fighters. Well, it's because that's not in their CBA. Exactly right. And they're not a union, and there's a bunch yeah, of different stuff that plays into that. They're all like golfers. Right. You could, you could argue it's apples and oranges. But I think the point I'm trying to get at is that if the company you're working for actually shows more of a growth in net income, you, as an employee, can make more money. <coughs> oh, that was not that was not the intent of that. <coughs> this guy. <coughs> Pay the man his money. That was not the intent of that. <coughs> we move on. I wish to, I could afford a lozenge. Move on to story number one here, the top four at four. Tomorrow, the New York Knicks are back in action. They take on the top team. Maybe not just in the Eastern Conference, but in the NBA overall. That's the Boston Celtics, the primetime game. 8 o'clock coverage, 8.30 tip-off, or a little after that. Madison Square Garden, Knicks, Celtics, LeVac. You know what I'm already going to say. This is the biggest game of the season for the New York. It is. Tell me why it's not the biggest game of the season so far for the Knicks. What happens if they lose? They know they're not at the top level of the Eastern Conference. They know they've got a ways to go. Even post-trade deadline, the moves that they made may not be good enough yet to catch Wait, the top team, Boston. Are you telling me that the Knicks aren't the best team without Julius Randle and, and OG Ananobi on the floor? Oh, my God. I didn't think of that. They smoked Philly last night. We talked about this. They killed Philadelphia. But, uh, yeah, they're definitely top four. It was a good game. They needed to do it. It was There was even level. This is the best record in basketball in the Boston Celtics. You win the game. Great job. There awesome we go. Awesome job, guys. You lose the game. Did you embarrass yourselves? No? Okay. Let, get, the, get the high tops on. It's time to go after it again. It's not – if they were – if both teams were at 100% and they were facing off and they were jockeying for position and, – and by the way, let's say the Knicks hadn't lost that four-game losing streak going into the All-Star break and they were in second place – this game would be way more important, but considering the fact that anybody who's paid attention knows the Knicks are the, the Knicks are not going to be favored, they're not going to be expected to win this game. They just got to go out there and give it give, give it all they got, and if they they have everything to win and nothing to lose. The Celtics have won nine of their last ten games. They're on a seven game winning streak. You went negative before you went positive. If they lose this game, which they are expected to lose this game, I agree that they're going to be the underdog in this game. Hey, the Knicks are in that two to four range with Milwaukee and Cleveland as the top contenders. If they go out and beat the Boston Celtics at home in front of the home crowd with the best New York Knicks team we've seen in a long time, maybe 25 plus years, we can come on Monday's show and have a serious conversation if they can win the East. If they go out and beat the Celtics, Levesque, that is a real conversation we can have. That right. right now, you're just maybe, saying what, what I just said. They have everything to win and nothing to gain, nothing but, to lose. But I think we have to look at it from both perspectives. All of a sudden, you went negative and said there's nothing to lose here. Like, if that's they not get, negative. That's positive. If they get smoked by 20 points, then you could look at the playoffs and say, okay, they're not going to be there. They could get them in the semifinals again and be like, they're going to get smoked by Boston. I don't want that if, to happen. Like that. This if is the a Knicks barometer beat here. The Celtics without three of their five starters. That's amazing. 
if the Knicks lose to the Celtics without three of their five starters, that's predictable. Most important game of the season, Saturday night, and you could hear it, 95-9 and 90. You're the worst. You're the worst. What's more important over the next two months than this one? The next time they play Boston. The next time after that they play Boston. That's not until April. This is not the most important game of the year. It's not. It's a good game. I'm hopeful. I'd like to see them go out there and do what they did last night, ugly it up. 76ers sitting there thinking it's going to be one thing. Kyle Lowry, you got something different. Let's go. Who wants some? Celtics. If this was a healthy Knicks team versus that Celtics team, a whole other animal. If they hadn't lost four straight and they were sitting in second place instead of fourth place, different animal. But the bottom line is the Knicks are still beat up. We don't know if we're going to get Julius Randle back at all. And the Celtics are, the, are right now have the best record in all of basketball. I would say it's this, the Cavaliers on March 3rd, and then it's a while till like April. And April's tough. I'm to a little f- more worried about the games against Milwaukee at this point. That, I'd like to jump up one. That happens on April 7th the next time That's they play. the most important game of the year so far. That hasn't happened yet. This one comes first. That, this the bed not... ran out. That's a long top forward four for us today. Yeah, Rarely yeah. does the bed run away. Because you vented a little extra crazy today. What? what? What was crazy? And then you like, I like when you're making your argument against my argument, but you say the same thing I say. Like, oh man, how big would it be if they could win this? But it would be, you know, listen, it's kind of expected to lose. Oh, isn't that what I just said? Isn't that what I just said? It felt like I was making a point and you were arguing against me. And then I felt like I was still right is what happened there. Yeah, because you just started saying what I was saying, and you're, that's the best way for you to be right. Let me help you again. You want to be right? Hold you're up a, a beer. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be right? You go to Mohawk Chevrolet. All that's right. that's how you do it. Listen, I know I know the missus has got the Chevy in the driveway. I know. I've seen the bow tie. Maybe it's time for her to get a new one, you know? Maybe it's time because they got a lot of great deals on those Equinoxes, those, the, the tracks, all, all these beautiful trucks all over the place. I saw the, the Rock Ridge which is basically like a different company than Black Widow. So it's a different version of my truck. It's out front, which in my mind means they're ready to make a deal on that thing. Go check that out. Ooh. All these great trucks everywhere, over 260 new vehicles ready to go. New ones coming in every day. I'll tell you how busy they are at, at Mohawk Chevrolet. I pulled up. I grabbed the stuff that I w- that they were holding for me because they're holding some stuff for the Firebirds for me. I waved. They waved back. They went, you need something? And I went, all good. And they went back to what they were doing. Can you imagine anyone else pulling up into that place, taking four boxes of stuff out of one of the garage bays and not being good? <laughs> <laughs> but it, no, it's just they, they're, they're moving right along. People are coming in. They're checking out great vehicles, and they're, and they're leaving with huge smiles on their faces. Whether you are buying a new vehicle, leasing, just want to sell yours, check out Car Bravo too. So many great things that are going on for you right now at Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive Mohawk Chevy where they always go out of their way to please you. Who should be the backup quarterbacks in New York? Actually, a couple teams. Who should be the starter? That's next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hookers and Weed, my friends. A website, hookersandweed.com. And I would really strongly recommend you focus while you're typing in that website. It's all one word, hookers, the word and, weed.com. Because that's how you're going to find out where you can enjoy some ice-cold craft lager hookers and weed. Brought to you by the lovely ladies, J.J. Hookers, Willow B. Weed, Hookers and Weed. It is, uh, it's, it's, been, it's one of those beers that I'm telling you, once somebody tries it, they're like, that's good. I'm going to have some more of those. And then they go, 
I also love yelling out, hey, more hookers than weed, please. And it's fun. It's good for your soul. It makes me feel better about everything. It does. And it's even when we're doing like, like when we were on Radio Row in Vegas, in Las Vegas, I would yell out hookers and weed. And people would look at me like, what is he doing? And I would tell them, I'm trying to get drunk. Um, and my car is a, a million miles away. So responsibly, responsibly, you should enjoy some hookers and weed. Go to hookersandweed.com and find out where you can get an ice cold hookers and weed today. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. If there was one place I thought I wouldn't get judged for yelling hookers and weed, it was Vegas. Um, there is. They were just very confused. I was there. They were just looking around like, what's happening? Where are they? Isn't everyone supposed to be talking about Taylor Swift? Isn't that, what are we doing? Uh, obviously, the NFL is a, you know, 365 business. Everybody talks about the NFL all year long. But I saw, I've, I've seen some conversations. I've, I've enjoyed some of them. I've thought some of them were stupid. But when it comes to quarterbacks in the great state of New York and New Jersey, I think that you can't have enough conversation right now. Like, obviously, Buffalo Bills, you've got an MVP caliber gunslinger in the big fella, Josh Allen. So whoever you want to put behind Josh Allen, you know, good. You know, draft a youngster. I don't care. Whatever. That's fine. Because if he goes off the field, you're host. He's that good. The New York Giants. You got Daniel Jones making $40 million a year. Last year that he's going to be able to hurt your your salary cap with that contract. You got to do somebody else too. Forty million is that it? Yeah, I thought it was three for eighty. It's three for one twenty. No, no, this is year two. Of oh the, my god! So it was a three year deal, but the first two years were forty forty, and then it then it's a the next year you don't he doesn't hurt your cap. Oh my gosh! I did not realize it was forty million dollars a year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forty one actually, I believe. But the the beauty of it is again after this season. You clip them loose, you're good to go. So you've got options. You could trade up. You could do the draft. You get somebody cheap. You could go. You, there's a lot of things you could do. You could ride it out with him one more year, which pretty much means you're going to draft a quarterback next year and, and probably a uh, new coaching staff and general manager next year. But like, or, or, you know, maybe he goes off. But you, your options all revolve around Daniel Jones. And, and, and an exuberant price you have to pay to move up to get one of the top three quarterbacks. But... The Jets is the one that makes – that is the most intriguing to me. We all know you got Aaron Rodgers. We all know he would have been ready to play, you know, last year in, in his miraculous uh, Achilles, you know, Space Bridge, uh, Dark Retreat, Ayahuasca. I'd like to disagree with that, but that's yeah. not the point of this, but go on. But we all know he could have. We all know. Uh, everybody everybody uh, at God knows he could have. Huh? So he'll be back. Your biggest mistake last year is you didn't put anything behind him. You brought in Tim Boyle because that was his dude that he wanted around. Mistake. Guy sucked. Agent leaked information, allegedly. Uh, you kept Zach Wilson because you know that you can't draft the successor to Rodgers because he'll get upset. You can't – you didn't know what you were going to do next. If, if Zach Wilson could learn underneath him, it would be a good, it would be a win-win. And I'd like to add in as well, you couldn't move him. You just couldn't. Like, you, you probably tried, but you could not move him because nobody wanted him. Not without – not without pulling like what the Mets have had to do where they're still paying for their talent, even though it's not their talent anymore. Um, so I've seen a couple names that who they who they say the Jets are interested in. And two jump to the forefront. One I don't like, one I think is brilliant. Which one do you want first? I would like the less brilliant one first. Ryan Tannehill. Hmm. 
Now, skill-wise, veteran ability, seen a lot of things, been successful on the football field. Not going to give you a full season, but let's be honest, if you lose Aaron Rodgers four plays in the season again, you're probably not going to have a great year anyway. Um, but Aaron Rodgers is already a lot to deal with mentally, what he needs, all those things. So is Ryan Tannehill. He's just not as good. No one's ever said Ryan Tannehill's a great a great partner, teammate, any of that stuff. No, and that's why the Ryan Tannehill thing, talking about New York quarterbacks, Ryan Tannehill is a way better version of Daniel Jones. He is. Like, the parallels of those careers, really fast, mobile quarterback out of college that may have not been evaluated did by— Did we know Daniel Jones was mobile at Duke? We, I don't think we did. Uh, I think we were surprised by that. He could move. Let's put it like that. I, yeah. We know Tannehill could because he was a converted wide receiver. We knew Daniel Jones had a big arm. Yeah. We knew he was a little undersized. I would say Tannehill's arm and probably physical, at least looking at both of them, it looks like Tannehill's a bigger dude. Because he like, was a wide receiver. Exactly right. But what Tannehill's been able to accomplish in his career, whether it be for yardage or playoff appearances, and just total overall production has been better than Daniel Jones. That's why there seems to be a comparison. This would be, I believe, year 13? Ooh. For Ryan Tannehill, because he's in the same draft class as Andrew Luck in RG3, which is April of 2012. I'm pretty sure that math is pretty close there. So year 13 with Tannehill, uh, I guess so. If he's the best option out there, I would be surprised. I would say it's either back up or out of the league for Tannehill, but I, right. I could hear that at least. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Definitely. Like this is what I'm saying. I'm looking, I'm, I'm evaluating these two guys as a backup to Aaron Rodgers. The guy that I just – I don't know how he got stuck in uh, this this just holding cell, this holding pattern last year. Jacoby Brissett. I think Jacoby Brissett is the – like, I know if he remembers me in any way, shape, or form, he does not like me. And, and rightfully so. I, I thought I was being funny. I wasn't. Um, He's the quarterback I want as my backup. He comes in with energy. He plays he, – does he throw the ball a little too hard? Sure. He looks like the guys look like they have to catch a little behind them and that they're, they're catching it to protect themselves the way he throws the ball. But he'll run it. He wants to run the ball. He wants you to run the ball. He wants you to tell him to turn around and hand the ball to Brees Hall. That's what he wants. I think he would be amazing. I think he's the perfect backup to Aaron Rodgers. From a football standpoint, X's and O's, physical talent. I have no disagreement about that. The problem, though. With him, Just stop by agreeing with me. Come on, let's make it a short show today. Let's leave it. Let's leave early. Here's the problem with that potentially, and this is harder to answer because it's more mental and how he feels. He got dogged in Washington. If you weren't following what was happening in Washington with him, there were reports coming locally that this is how it went. Breaking news: Jacoby Brissett will be starting this weekend against whoever. That would be on a Tuesday, yeah. Friday. Sam Howell's healthy. Our bad. Actually, go back to the bench. Actually, you're not. That happened twice. Oh, he's a collegiate quarterback. According to you, yes. He said it to his face. So I did say But that. twice at least, and that's publicly the national media knew about. How often this season did that happen to him? Where they told him he was better than Hal, and then he wasn't. Now, maybe it was Ron Rivera. Maybe it was the GM. Maybe it was the ownership. I don't know. Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy. It could have been a bunch of different people trying to save their job, trying to do what the boss was telling them to do. That stuff, would maybe we'll never know the answer to. But I guarantee you it had a mental effect on this guy where he's like, how am I better than this quarterback on a Tuesday and worse than him on a Friday? How bad am I in practice? I can't be this bad. So I wonder if there's a little disrespect involving him. 
because when he's been on the field, he's been pretty good. Like, he probably in his mind believes he can be a starter in the league because he's had moments where he's looked like a decent starter. Not a Hall of Famer, not an All-Pro, but he's looked good. So I wonder if he feels like he's going to be disrespected by an organization like the Jets because they kind of disrespected Wilson and Boyle. They weren't good. They didn't really deserve a lot of respect, but I think there was some human decency where it's like, these guys are so bad that we're done defending them. I don't know if the organization and how they treated the backups in 2023 turns. He just went through that in Washington. I actually kind of look at him and the Jets front office in, in the argument you're making. I, I look at them the same way. I do not hold against them what happened last year because of who they were dancing with. So like Washington, Washington is a joke. Like Washington, like easy one that comes to my mind. And obviously it's an, it's an overestimation of, of what Jacoby Brissett is, but Steve Young in Tampa, Steve Young in with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was basically a running back, actually had a played a game at running back and had a great game. He gets to San Francisco. He learns under true greatness, Bill Walsh, Montana, and he is now the heir apparent. He goes and he blows out the Chargers in the Super Bowl. You can't hold against him what he was in Tampa because the organization was so bad. I can't hold it against Jacoby Brissett, what happened in Washington last year, because that organization was so bad. You had lame duck head coach. You had everything. Do you remember in science class? where you had that box. I'm sure there's like a real scientific term for this box where like you could figure out what your hair color would be, like the dominant gene and the recessive gene. Mm-hmm. Like if your mom and dad both had brown and blue eyes, you'd have this color. And you had like the scenarios, like 50%, 75%, 25%. When I think about the Jets quarterback position in 2024, I try to use that box because I feel like to me, and maybe my opinion will change over the next few months here. I don't care who it is. Like if it's Tannehill, if it's Brissette, if it's Trey Lance, if it's Justin Fields, if it's Kyle Trask, you could run through five more quarterbacks with me. I feel like if you're Robert Sala and you're Joe Douglas and you're Nathaniel Hackett, you've got a one in four chance of keeping your job after 2024. And that one in four chance is Aaron Rodgers is healthy and the Jets win. If Aaron Rodgers is healthy and the Jets lose, you're out of a job. If Aaron Rodgers gets hurt and you lose. You're out of a job. So there's three scenarios. Two of the three, you're out. The one that is the most compelling is if Rodgers gets hurt again and the Jets win without Rodgers, what does that mean for the future of Sala, Douglas, Hackett? Because Tannehill's old. Uh, Jacoby's kind of, I guess, middle-aged. God, saying somebody in their late 20s is middle-aged is odd. But really, he's like in the, in yeah, the space in the fo- of a quarterback. Yeah, in, in the football So, world. like, do you bring in another young guy who busted, like, Wilson in hopes of keeping your job if he's good? Or do you rely on a veteran that even if he's good, you're probably not keeping? That's what I find. It, whoever the name is, there's almost like, go with the young guy. Because if he's good, maybe we get another year. Hey, look, uh, Rodgers never worked out. Let's roll with Trey she, Lance. But, you like, I think you're so close to my point, you don't even realize it. So it's if you're going to win without Aaron Rodgers as the Jets, the defense has to be the defense. Like and and look, you were close. There were there were a lot. Of, it, there are a couple of games that go a play or two a different direction, and the Jets are alive in the playoff hunt all the way to the end. You and I are not big Quincy Williams fans. Awesome yeah, guy to interact with. You bring in Jacoby Brissett. He's not going to make a ton of mistakes. He's going to run the ball. He's going to do what you ask him to do. He's going to do what he's told to do. You're going to and and now you. Clamp down on defense, play for field goals, do the things you got to do just to get a point, the points on the board, and and win. And 
they could have won. But because Boyle was so bad, the only reason he was there is oh, Rogers looked at golf with him or something. Because Zach Wilson was so bad. He had a couple games where he's okay. So bad. You were screwed. You, there's nothing you could do. You were playing catch-up a lot of games because of mistakes they made that put you in the hole. The defense was forced to come back out tired, you know, defend a short field a lot on turnovers, things of that nature. You bring in a guy like Brissett who, who learned the Patriot way, who was, you know, the cold starter, who survived Washington, and you say to him, hey, if you get in, do what you're told. Do what we want you to do. Now, that works, and you still win games, and then, like, Rodgers comes back at the end of the year, and you go on a run in the playoffs or any of that stuff. That looks good. And and that's the part where Woody Johnson has to look around and go, like, honestly, who was the one who made us take Rodgers and do everything but build around him? Because if it was me, I owe everybody another year. If it was you guys, man, we threw away a whole year. We could have been playing like this. There's also one team I believe you didn't mention there in that whole career of Jacoby Brissett is Cleveland 2022. Suspended Watson. Fine. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, probably exceeded some people's expectations where it's like, he's got a chip on his shoulder. Look what I've done in all these spots we just laid out. Why can't I be a starter? Why can't I be competitive in practice? Why can't I be the best option? Why can't I be the future? Having somebody with an attitude like that is pretty awesome to have in training camp. Yeah. He's pushing everybody. Absolutely. I just like I said, I think he's I don't want Tannehill. I don't want another attitude. I want a Brissett. I want a guy who he, you know, he's a team player. He's gonna row the boat in the same direction as everybody else. If I'm the Jets. We'll see. That's it's just always fun to talk. NFL. Combine's coming up soon. Draft uh, late April. Ah, can't wait. Can't wait. Um Elevation ten thousand. How you doing? Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000, Elevation10k.com. I uh, love following on social media, seeing all the awards they're bringing in. Uh, Dave McClett, the whole crew. I was talking to Josh and Christian earlier today. Had a bunch of stuff done for the Firebirds. Had some stuff done for Belfort. I work with them with a lot of stuff on multiple levels. They've done all year for us. The uh, LeVac and Gaz team store. So they, they <laughs> this is one of those things that every once in a while, I feel like I'm, I'm as good as Elevation. Every once in a great while. So, like, like, hey, we're doing LeVac, dash, this, dash, that. Like, once we find an easier handle, we'll do it. I'm like, how about LeVacandGaz.com? Well, that, yeah, sure, that'd be great. But, you know, we, you have to buy it, whatever. I'm like, I own it. <laughs> and they're like, and the one guy's like, I don't know, man. Is this, this, this. And the other guy's like, what are you talking about? That's perfect. So, they're going to move everything over. But, but like, LeVacandGaz.com, perfect. I, just in my own, just, you know, my one of my... It was almost like an Amazon shopping spree. I was like, you know what? We should own this. Let's not let somebody else own it. And uh, now it's going to be useful. They call that the rub in the business, LeVac. You've been working with Elevation 10,000 so much. You've been learning some things, understanding the importance of elevating a brand like this show, LeVac Goss. And you as a business owner or promoting an event or promoting a sports team, when you start working with Elevation 10,000, it rubs off on you. And you start to find the ways in which you can elevate your brand, whether it's through digital marketing, whether it's through apparel and more. That partnership helps you for the future, and it's helped us for sure. And it, it is. It's Elevation 10,000. I I just, I know that if you, you want to get a hold of these websites, let them sit if you have to. But if you have them, you have something to work with. If you don't have them, you may have to go get them one day. So that's why I grabbed it. And now it's going to help us with everything. Finally get the, finally get the, the uh, LeVac Goss store working the way it should be. Uh, all because of our friends over at Elevation 10,000. Elevate your brand with Elevation 10K. Play of the day coming up next right here. Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. Hey, everyone, it's your friend LeVac, and I am exhausted. 
the snoring is bad. The the sleep apnea, I think, is is working against me. I heard uh, comedian Robert Kelly, and by the way, careful, he 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 speaks very very plainly. He was talking about ignition, like, Robert Kelly. No, no, different one. That's my Robert. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> no. But I'll like, reference. He's like, he's like, you know, he goes, you, you always, you always know when a man falls asleep because you can hear him die, and that's what like, you hear, you hear him. Like, <laughs> he goes, but a woman, you never know. She doesn't do that. You gotta listen for. <laughs> he actually said, you hear farts from like three towns over, like the fireworks from like three towns over. Here. <laughs> um, and I was thinking about, it, I was like, it's so true, like. And there's no way my kid could ever get in real trouble because she knows when I go to sleep without the mouthpiece that I get from the Integrative Sleep Center because I do. It's like, like, like if you don't hear that, I'm awake. So now that I've got waiting for my new mouthpiece, it is such, I'm just telling you, man, it's, it's funny when a comedian talks about it, but it's not funny when you realize the fact that you do stop breathing in your sleep, you're snoring, messes with your voice. I've got... I got a, a my not my nose hurts from sneezing all the time. It's all because I'm not sleeping. I need my mouthpiece, custom made, easy to travel with, easy to clean, easy to use. And now, because of uh, my my stress level, which I blame guys for, I, uh, I I I'm gonna get an indestructible one you can drive a truck over. That's what they're doing. They're not, the doctor is like, I'm done playing with you. You broke one, never again. We're going this one. So. Once I get that mouthpiece in, I'll be sleeping great. If you are doing any of this stuff, if you relate to anything I just said, you got to make the call. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They're helping me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better too. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Man, it's like kind of like dry spot on my nose because I get like, oh, it's disgusting. It hurts. Everything sucks. And that's why I can't wait for Saturday Night Live. That's right. For the first time since what? The 90s? I'm excited to watch an episode of Saturday Night Live. They I there is a a group of of what I call comedy zombies. These are ones that have been canceled and killed and have come back to come for you. And I think the leader of all of them, this is my this is by the way, this is my play of the day. Oh, whoa. This okay. is my play of the day. Thanks to Mohawk Chevrolet together. Let's drive at Mohawk Chevy where they always go out of their way to please you. Uh Shane Gillis is my pick of the weekend. You are guaranteed to have a good time. I think even if he blows it, like even if he's awkward and it doesn't work, he's going to make it funny. He is the kind of person who he's he's almost funnier when his joke doesn't go over. So I'm I'm fired up for for comedy zombie Shane Gillis back from the wokeness. You won't like this, guys, because you're gonna try to make it a race thing. No, no. If he no. was black, they wouldn't let him come back. Um this is I can't wait. Shane Gillis, Saturday Live. Way to go, Saturday Live. Getting Shane Gillis in there. I was very indifferent for a while about Shane Gillis until you told me go watch this, go watch this, watch his comedy special. Live from Houston is hysterical. I am a fan of Shane Gillis because he is so different than any other comedian out right now. Maybe not in the history of comedy, but like in 2024, there are moments where I'm like, whoa, oh, you you can still do that. You can still make people laugh with that joke and that one too. The fact that he got canceled, I believe your zombie list probably includes Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Gillis. Yep. I don't know if Louis C.K. is on Lu- your list. Oh, yeah. Okay, He's Louis back. C.K. He's right. back. He actually did a bit. I was listening to some of his stand-up the other day, and it was like it, the joke wasn't going over, and he stopped the whole show and went, you brought me back. I was gone. <laughs> like, you didn't have to come to any more of my shows. No, he's definitely there. Like, there's so many, that, but like. Joe Rogan, sort of? Joe Rogan never, never was never out. I don't know if he was as popular yeah, post-COVID he, than he is now. He's still not accepted me. by 
left. Like left now likes Shane Gillis. They have like, oh, you stop it, Shane. You're so crazy with your jokes. But like Shane Gillis was completely out, and the way he handled, he never really apologized because he was like, dude, it was a, it was comedy, it was, it was a podcast. It was years ago, even. But it's just here, you got to take chances in comedy. Like the way he did it, and then he came back raunchier with his with his Trump bits, his Trump speed dating, um, ISIS Toyota. The, the last team to integrate in the South. Like, he, all of his bits, uh, Gillian Keyes and stuff like that. Like, it's just, he he is the example of, of what we needed, I think, as far as comedy goes. Like, if you, if you think about where comedy was headed, where it was getting to the point where you couldn't be funny because you had to say exactly what you're supposed to say, now he's just like, by, the, by him surviving it, people are going to take chances. Same with Chappelle. Yeah, and I think the numbers of what Gillis does and what Chappelle did years ago maybe reflects on what Saturday Live as a brand should be in the future. Like, if Gillis puts up the record-setting numbers of the year and Chappelle did it years ago, like, there are people when he opened it the same enough for the first time in a long time, I'm going to like Saturday Night Live because whether it's politically, whether it's the comedians, and I'm sure this has happened every decade in the history of the show. Some people just move away from it, and one celebrity brings them back. Gillis could be that this weekend. There is a lot of hype around it for sure. They were so, like, and listen, you know, politically speaking, I'm not the guy. Like, I don't, I think they're all, what, what's the old joke? It's so full. It, they're, they're, politicians are like baby's diapers and should be changed just as frequently for that reason. Like, it's, like, there's no one side that's right. There's no one person who's right. There's no one person who's always wrong. Like, when when they stopped, there was a point where SNL just, just picked on Trump. They didn't pick on anybody but Trump. And it was like, yeah, that's boring. That's like low-hanging fruit at this point. Like, he's everybody's got a Trump impersonation. Gaza's is pretty good. But Gillis's is the best. I can't wait to see that. But, like, it just, it was, you knew what they were going to do every night. Every single night, it was like, I know what you're going to do. This is the first time where I'm going to go into this one and go, I don't know what they're going to do. He's going to do his Trump, but they have a guy who does Trump. They have a comedian who does Trump. Will they duel? Will they be dueling Trumps? Can we get a little dueling banjos? That would be hysterical. But he also hosted at one point Trump. Donald Trump yeah, during and, that, you know, lead up to the 2016 election. Yeah. Well, and then remember, like they did a bit about how great the world would be if he was president. And then, and, and then they walked it back. But like, I don't know. It's just like I said, I, I guarantee you that there's no one I'd like to have a drink with less than Donald Trump. But at the same time, I just don't, I don't, he's and bashing him all the time was boring. It was boring. And my finances did pretty well while he was in office. So it didn't bother me as much as a lot of people. I didn't, I'm, I'm going to vote with my checkbook. I'm just being real with you, peeps. I am. I'm going to vote with my checkbook. That's your play of the weekend. Yeah, Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. Shane over Gillis. one and a half people trying to get him canceled, but it won't happen. I don't think, you, I don't think people, I don't I think, think they've given, I think they're scared of him now. He's a zombie. Wake Forest Duke. That's one of my favorite matchups of the entire ACC. Wake Forest is one of the highest scoring teams. I still stick by the stance that if they played the NCAA tournament two weeks ago, Wake Forest would have won the national championship. Uh, let me add that to your list of people who will win. If... Put that put that on the list. Wake Forest can win the national championship. We're now up to nine teams for the Gaz list my of teams goodness. that can win March Madness in April. By the way, your home for the NCAA tournament is right here in the Capital Region, Fox Sports 95, 9 to 980. Give me the Demon Deacons. I'm going blind, Cardinal. I'm going blind into that. I would guess the number is going to be about three and a half. Give me the Demon Deacons with the points in that matchup on Saturday. Ooh. 
All right. All right. I'll give that to you. So um, just the plus side, when when you lose your money, you can laugh. You can cheer yourself back up with Saturday Live. I know we gave our plays early today. I do have a speaking about a Saturday. Yeah. I feel like I hit a new level of married over the last Ooh. 24 hours. So you guys are cheating on each other? No, whoa, no, <laughs> what? No, life, we're good, we're fine. I mean, that's the ultimate level, Is isn't it? it? I don't know. I guess I, that was the last level of my marriage. Oh. I'm kidding. No, that was all jokes. I, I don't think you were kidding there. No, I never cheated on anyone. I don't know. I'm just no. I'm not. I'm just all jokes. It's all jokes. All jokes. It's all this. Go ahead. Anyways, we were trying to start a show yesterday. And I was like, the Knicks are running away from the Sixers. We had a little bit of time. And I'm like, all right, well, well, let's let's watch either American Nightmare on Netflix, which is getting really popular, or we can watch The Dynasty on Apple TV Plus about Wait, the Patriots. First, first thing, what is American Nightmare? It's like the real-life version of Gone Girl. That was like getting all hyped uh, up on YouTube. So I'm like, all right, she might be into this. She might okay. she might get like a little Netflix horde in her life right now. I want to see what this whole story is about. And then I'm like, she fell asleep during most of the last dance when she was pregnant with Rex, my first kid. So I'm like, maybe she'll get into this documentary, and maybe she'll find this interesting with Tom Brady and Belichick. So we were up for either one. Problem was, the PlayStation like remote was lost, and we're like, oh. ah, I mean, I don't really want to look for it. Yeah, neither do I. And then we just like sat on our phones for a little bit. We're like, all right, let's try to Chromecast the other show. Yeah, that's not working right now. All right, we're not watching anything tonight. You can <laughs> you can download a PlayStation remote on your phone. I'm sure I can, but that's that's besides the point. The point is that we just punted on the entire night because neither one of us wanted to get up and look for a remote, and neither one of us wanted to actually change the channel on the television yeah. as everything is done by my phones. That's a new level of marriage where it's like so, that's too much effort to go turn on the television. I'd rather just fall asleep on the couch and not move because we're exhausted with two toddlers. That's that's the new level of. So you're saying that you didn't give up on TV and then go, you know, go grab a little no, little 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 time, little time to yourselves. We've have so much time away from each other, as young parents will say, that we don't even know what to do when you have the time. With both kids are asleep, we don't even know what to do with ourselves anymore. What show is on? Huh? Is Breaking Bad still on? Yeah, I, I don't have they any finished lost. But I'll, um, in my house, the kids, which, you know, 2021, have started watching Game of Thrones. So I'm like, let me know when you're into season three. And they're like, why? Why do you want to know? I'm like, because I'm not watching season one and two with you. Why not? I'm like, because the nudity is over the top in the first two seasons. I think three or four is where it starts to, starts to dull down because more of an action series instead of a so i get i get we're into season three i'm like okay cool so we, I, I came down started watching an episode with them and my daughter goes and you were not lying i had to cover his eyes <laughs> <laughs> i'm like you're 20 you're covering the, the poor guy's eyes um yeah so I, i'm with you i um, trying to think what shows my halo i'm watching halo right now that's very science science fiction-y based on a video game um, I, I don't really have a lot of shows. I just watched the last season of True Detective. It was really good. Ooh, I heard you're in the minority on that take. I heard a lot of people are not happy with True Detective this season. That's what social media is telling me. So stupid. because So there's there's four seasons. Each season is a different story. So the first season is the best. It's Matthew McConaughey, Woody Harrelson. It's it's just that's the best one. Season two was pretty good, but it didn't. It, it 
if if season two had come out before season one, people would have liked it a little bit. Season three was good, but it just felt it felt like a whole completely different show. Season four ties back into season one. So you get some of the some of the mystery, some of it's there. The the thing people didn't like about season four is each season kind of makes you wonder whether or not there's some supernatural thing going on. Where like season four was just like, there totally is. We're promised. I promise you there is. We promise you there is. Okay, prove it. Nah, show's over. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like I think a lot of people didn't want to let their imagination work, but I liked it. I thought it was really good. The outsider is a great it's only one season on hbo if you want to watch that one it's it's kind of like true detective that one is insane i love that i you, wish they would make another one of those i watched that because of your recommendation wow what a show i'm uh, i was surprised the second season didn't come in that show yeah i i just maybe it was just too expensive or something it was it was really good anything else you're watching i mean because again we had to we had to watch stuff there was no sports for a couple days now like nicks are back that's cool uh there's lots to see in baseball as we mentioned earlier um let us know at the jeff levac on twitter at tom goss t-o-m-g-o-z-z what you we, watching we have not done a segment like that maybe since we've joined the fox family in about 10 months now it's getting to at this point but this is one of these great weekends we can catch up maybe you're traveling this weekend whatever your schedule looks like that's a that's a bit of ours that got ruined what do you mean that there somebody was, stole and just no well I, I don't because you know me i will steal a bit if it's good but i'll, I'll say I, I i stole it you know the top four at four which used to be an hour later, and I think it had one more thing to it. We weren't the ones who started that. We just made it great. You know, it's like Weekend Update on SNL, bringing it back all the way, full circle. Um, but, like, the the what to watch and all that stuff, the only reason they kept doing it is because it was sponsored. And it, it just wasn't – like, we have – we watch weird stuff, which made it fun. They're, just, like, they're like, I uh, – paint dried. You, you ever see paint dry? You just didn't Intense. like – You didn't like the idea of them keeping the actually the same exact name – the same exact yeah. sponsor, just changing the host. Like we could, yeah. do, could do a segment called the Rewind, and then just do it at the same time. <laughs> I'm starting to notice like creativity hasn't been flowing in other spots. Real yeah, or okay. Mirage? Where'd that come from? That's... A second. This says Levax locks. <laughs> Why? It's not even him. What? I'll just see a lot of those people this weekend. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Through one of my other jobs, I'm going to have to interact with a lot of those oh, people. <laughs> all right. Good luck out there. That'll oh, be fun. Yo, you know how I'm going to handle that. Actually, what? You want to be my guest? I think, no, I don't, <laughs> because I don't have a lot of, uh, you know what? It's the weekend. I won't end you know, it on a positive. I'll try to end on a positive. I won't end on a positive note. Yes. I, no, I think fight, that fight, is going to go, that's going to go very poorly for you this weekend. Not for me. Yes. Oh, I no. Think it will. Oh, you're out of your mind. Here's why I think it's going to go poorly, because I feel like the last time you did that event, embraced is the term I'll use. Maybe you'll correct that term. I feel like yeah. there was good feelings between you and the people who used to work for it the last time you did that event i don't think that's going to be reciprocated this time when you guys hang out i don't i um, could be totally wrong and you can tell me after like no guys no, no. you read that right i don't think the embrace that you got last time oh, will be the same this time way more embraced already way really? more embraced. yes you so did you, they see the ratings yes but you have to remember i swing two checkbooks they don't care well, at least, of course, they care what we're doing here, but the people who are embracing me right now, I'm, I'm the wallet's still in place. They're like, so, so Belfort property restoration. That sounds nice. Ooh, Albany Firebirds. That sounds like a good time. Would you like to talk about those things? And I, yeah, sure, no problem. We'll talk all about it. And then I'll leave. 
Uh, <laughs> now, do you guys have a marketing budget? What does that look like? Okay, I've, I've figured out what you're talking we, about. We had now. A, okay. I actually got to tell a story. The, the, I know we're probably late, but who, I don't care anymore. It's Cavino um, and Richard on the way. Yeah. Not really with the schedule this week. Yeah, I don't know five. who's next. Right. It could be. It could be us again. Um, I worked with a sales rep way back in the day, and he left to go become a media buyer. So he went from being the guy who's calling those people, calling people, going, "Hey, please advertise with us. We'd love that." To being the guy who's taking that call. And he told me, he goes, he goes, Jeff, you know the difference between being a sales rep, an AE, account executive, and being the media buyer? I'm like, no. He goes, it's when you say, bleep you. He goes, when you're the sales rep and the person's yelling at you and telling you that, you, that you're asking for too much and all this other stuff, you hang up the phone and you say, bleep you. He goes, when you're the one buying and spending the money, you say, bleep you first. Then you hang up the phone. <laughs> In that world... I get to say bleep you first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? And, and listen, it's, uh, it's all about having a good plan with your finances, my friends. And my my smartest plan is some, using other people's finances. But when it comes to my own, <laughs> I like having a person that is, you know, understands my way of life, understands the things that matter to me, and helps me make a plan that, that like, there's certain people I've talked to about my finances. I'm like, well, they just don't get me. They don't understand that I do want to go. I want to free up some money to go to Disney. I don't care if I go a little bit into debt to go to a Yankees game. So, you know, Drew Prescott obviously doesn't recommend the going into debt part, but he hears me, understands me, and I don't feel guilty about it when I tell him, listen, while we're planning my finances, these are things that you need to make room for because I'm going to make room for them. You can, I can lie to you and pretend I'm not, but it's going. Money's going there anyway. And, uh, you know, just real, solid, open conversations, good advice. Help you call the plan. PrescottPW.com. Prescott Private Wealth Financial Services. Drew Prescott. He's the guy. Again, Prescott, P-R-E-S-C-O-T-T-P-W.com. Drew's a heck of a guy. Terrible sports fan. Like all the worst teams possible. Boston, Boston, Bama, Boston. Oh, but but money-wise, good dude. And, uh, and just fun to talk to. And and he he reminded me that Michigan was better than Bama this year, which was nice to hear. Uh, so, again, PrescottPW.com. Guys, have a great weekend. You too. Have a good weekend. I want a full report of how that went, and we will be back on Monday. Well, I would like for you to wash your hands. Don't touch your face. And Fox Sports Radio, 95.9, 980. Guys, go ahead and hit that button.